Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. I can't hear myself. Can you hear myself? Well then, fucking hello, my little fucking Hershey squirts. I haven't... This really blows my mind because I remember Hershey always showing a bunch of titties and I haven't seen one fucking pair of titties yet. Not one! Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves, lady! There we go! Titties! Guys, you see these titties? Look at that shit. Come on, baby, show the, show the whole group. Look at, she got nice titties. Look at that, guys. Huh? Who's your boy? Who's your fucking boy? Glass since 2015. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast featuring your hosts, Elsie Fox and Baco.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I am joined, as always, with the rejuvenated Baco. How are you, sir? Nope, 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 not doing it, man. You are not going to distract me or the audience with an adjective today. We are have waited this long. We need to hear you tell us, how was Motley Crue and Def Leppard? <laughs> oh, that's where you're going here? You're throwing me at It's my responsibility? Uh, yeah, the they people? were just in town. I saw tickets where soup's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could report on that. I really wish I could. Do you want me to hit that real quick or no? Yeah, why not? Uh, what? Uh, so uh, I'm talking about, of course, the the stadium tour uh, <laughs> was just in Denver there a couple night, a couple days ago. It you was, shot it was, me. You sent me. You texted me a screen cap of like uh, tickets that were available and what they cost. So I assumed you went. Yeah, I have been watching like a sick, uh, you know, addict on this. Because I just find it so fascinating, the difference, the just, just across the board of ticket prices. And for whatever reason, they never went down. Here's the final result. I was looking, seriously, the day of, as of 2 o'clock, I was still considering going and never dipped under 120 through Ticketmaster. It was always, quote, sold out, verified reseller. So 135 is the cheapest ticket. I, I can't validate that for a multitude of reasons. All the people getting in money involved for a show that I know is going to be <laughs> 50 bucks. 50 bucks is my is my ceiling for, for a show I know is going to be uh, subpar. Okay. Yeah. And for show material. Yeah. And j- just, to, just to clarify, that was 135 for Coors Field all the way at the top. Okay. All the way in the back. That's basically an affordable ticket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. Well, here's the latest update on, on uh, they're coming to my neck of the woods on August 14th. Um, last time I, I could have got two tickets for as cheap as $35. Uh, so this episode, it is actually gone up quite a bit. The cheapest I can find upper deck row three, th- row 21 in section 338, which is, boy, where is that? That is not a good angle. Uh, $107 a piece. So it's uh, huh. increased quite a bit now that we're getting closer to the show. Kind of the opposite of how I thought it would go. Yeah. Um, maybe it's that dynamic pricing. Springsteen fans are getting their fucking uh, panties in a bunch over that. I don't know if you heard much about that. I've never heard this before. I, this is a, a, a ticket scenario that somebody that tried to buy Springsteen tickets relayed uh, on Good Morning America. And it was th- when they bought the tickets, they were $250. But when they got to checkout, that price had already increased in that time to six fifty oh, per ticket. Jesus. Um, that should actually be fucking flat-out illegal, man. It's like, no, no, no. You said it was... T- and that's not with fees, you know what I mean? Like, the two fifty price went to six fifty because of demand, which is what dynamic pricing is. So uh, I encourage everybody to just tap out. Say fuck it. I I I am not doing this until you make the playing field more fair for the co- the consumer. So, figure it out. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you all. If I have to buy a ticket through fucking uh, Ticketmaster, I'm not doing it. Live Nation, I'm not doing it. I might go to StubHub or Ticket King, but it's going to be below face value. Otherwise, I ain't getting it. Yeah, start fucking drawing a line in the sand. Go see a band in a club. Buy your tickets at the box office. Skip all the fees. Get out and have a life a little bit. You know what I mean? We don't need to to keep playing this game. But uh, I'm a little. Uh, but back to the stadium show, the stadium tour. I am a little uh, disappointed because now the uh, now now it shifts to me. 
you know, now, yeah, now it's your responsibility. Yeah. And, and, and I don't even want to go. Like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> see, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have a good time. Like, it's like, it's like, it was, it was, it was at 200. It finally dipped down to 120 plus fees. And that's yeah. as low as it went. I was, I was just shocked with this whole thing. But, but going to that with what you just said about the club thing, that's part of it too. Like, I looked at this too. And I'm like, even for show material, 130 bucks, where could I spread that to better support mm. rock? You, you know go. what I mean? Like that, that is three, that is at least three shows, three mid-level shows that I could go to in a club and see a, see a band that I, you know, is up and coming or, yeah, or, or clutches on tour. Go, go check them out. Or, or like Clutch, you said, there's, by band. the way, there's, there's a place that, that does it right. Like whenever they go, their tickets are all, um, they're playing the Fillmore here. Every ticket in the place, 39 bucks done. It's, and there's no bullshit like yeah. they don't have any like resell it's it's that that's what it is i'll give you another one that failed again and i don't want to get too long on the tooth in this segment but but you know my experience two years ago with pearl jam wanted to see them uh before the pandemic hit i did their new thing which is called verified uh ticket i signed up gave all the information got the code blah 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 got in line got in a, a your, it, every, by the way pearl jam all tickets 99 dollars doesn't matter where it is. It's it's where whoever gets in line first. That's it. Okay. And I got fucked on that one. I did it again, and I just was told just we're we're out. So that doesn't even. <laughs> I'm saying even when a Pearl Jam tries to do it the right way, it puts a ceiling on that. I still can't go see them because of of whatever bullshit getting in line. It's like you get into like a, a virtual line on the app is what happens, and then by the time you get get checked out, you're out. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. There, I, I don't know what the solution is. Is my point. Even uh, even somebody like that is an advocate for fairness. You still get fucked. I, I I'm I'm just beyond belief that there's anything that can or that will actually be done because right. the, it's just the way of the world right now. That anytime you, you you do try to get something that says, "Hey, we can't do this. This is now how you have to do it." They take that, find a way to fuck around and get around that and just still fuck people over. And I, I'm just kind of tapped out on the whole thing. We've This show has only made me more fucking jaded as much as we've, we've covered this to find out how involved <laughs> the artists are. It's yeah. just it's it's so slimy because, again, my, I always go back to my original point. It's just a fucking ticket, man. OK, I'm not buying stocks. You know, and why aren't we blaming the president? Because he's in charge of everything we don't like. <laughs> this is Biden's fault. Yes. Fuck you, Biden. Let's go, Brandon. I'm putting those stickers on goddamn uh, <laughs> ticket windows. <laughs> ticket windows. That's right. What do you think? Uh, that's a great idea. You know, real quick on the stadium tour, I don't know how much to get into this because I haven't had a chance to. I haven't seen it uh double verified but i watched a video it was on blabbermouth it was a story on blabbermouth that it looks like tommy lee is not playing when the drums start and then he kind of catches up uh and it's it's like i've we've always just assumed the drums were going to be live right but now you can lip sync fucking drums (laughs) just good lord well his ribs. So now he's doing. He's, he's got. Yeah. Well, there, ribs, there it so is. Right now, I've just pissed off at least a handful of Motley Crue fans that are going. What do you expect? His ribs are broken. You know, the yeah. guy's sixty years old. You know, he can't do it. What do you expect? Just go out and have fun. What's the big deal? Go yeah, watch. Pre- gets, he- go watch professional wrestling if that shit's good enough for you. Yeah, and now they have a ramp leading up to his drums because he's scared of stairs. 
<laughs> we all are, though. Uh, I think. That's we, true. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think we we can let that one go. Uh, my house is all ramps now. <laughs> it's all ramps now. <laughs> you are you are. Uh, What's it? Uh, 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 what's what's the code you have to have at all the buildings? You have to have a ramp to get up and down. Oh, it's some kind of handicapped for... accessible. Sure, uh, that, that, all podcaster that, houses. That, that, are... was, that wasn't my excuse. I just wanted to make sure people in a wheelchair could get into my house. Not right, exactly. Not so that you have a fear. <laughs> yeah, not that you have a fear of stairs. Sure. Oh man. Well, uh, this has uh, been fun. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks, man. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Rock's not dead. <laughs> hey, you know you were at a cornhole tournament yesterday. Uh, <laughs> is, that I, <laughs> the, is that the transition? There it is. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Conveniently, uh, um, ESPN was playing one of their cornhole tournaments. Oh yeah. And uh, Chris Sinzak uh, bemoaned. The, the lack of the NFL, like, why do we have cornhole on TV? We need football back. And I'm just like, don't be hating, man. My boy's out yeah. there. He's about to fucking win a cornhole trophy. Goddamn right. I, 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 I got up. There's a buddy of mine that I went to. Uh, I basically got, uh, I call it concert credit in the future for me dragging him to some show hmm. that uh, he doesn't want to go to. But uh, saw one of the, he's a very eclectic personality. And I saw, you imagine me. I saw what's called. Do you know there's a genre called drums and bass? That's like a electronica music. Do you know that this exists? It's not EDM, but it does involve DJs. And it's like it goes like the the, the terminology <laughs> for drums and bass. The, the terminology is just called drums and bass, like these mixers that mix all this stuff together. He listens to everything from the dead uh, to heavy metal to this cause. He's all over the place. But I said, all right, I'll go. And the point of that is they didn't start the old man thing real fast. This is the night before the cornhole tournament is where this is going. Mm. The actual headliner didn't start until 12.30. I'm out. I don't care if fucking I'm seeing Led Zeppelin and Guns N' Roses or whatever like that. Like, 12.30, your performance, I am half asleep. I am an old motherfucking man. I, I ain't 31 anymore. I'm not 41 anymore. Do not start at 12.30. That's all I got to tell you right now. It is now. Friday I, night, though, bro. I don't care. I, I got was home a cornhole tournament to win tomorrow. I got cornhole. I got home at 2.30 in the morning. There was no way I was going to be up to par at, at 10 in the morning the next day for cornhole tournament. So that's what you're going to blame for losing your first two matches? Double elimination tournament. I was done. We went into the toilet bowl tournament because uh, in that one and then eliminated first round. All because of that goddamn late night. Yeah, because you were actually bragging about your, your uh, um, cornhole skills to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> By the way, yeah, uh, I, I will never did you, ever did you brag not about, say, yeah, I'm pretty good. No, I said I'm all right. I'm okay. But 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 oh, but the, here's the thing. In the Midwest, we call it bags. We don't call it cornhole. That's a very yeah, I've heard it called name. bags, too. Bags. I, cornhole. Where's the corn? There's a hole. Did the people used to throw corn in into there? Is that how old this game is? They probably filled the bags with corn back in the day. Okay. It's all coming full circle now. Yeah. No, okay. it was, it, they definitely called it bags in Minnesota before I ever heard cornhole. I think I heard cornhole for the first time when I saw a tournament on ESPN. And, yeah. and it was long enough ago that when you saw something like that on ESPN, you almost like stopped and watched it for the oddity of it. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, what yeah. the fuck is they're showing this? Um, yeah. And but, I, will, I will tell you too, they, they had a guy right after. Uh, 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 that actually inspired me to check out the album Power Slave afterwards, which I've never heard. Never heard that album in full. No kidding. Iron Maiden, Power Slave. You don't like Iron Maiden uh, very much. I don't like Iron Maiden that much. But, okay. but uh, anyway, he had a pair of, uh, of uh, Killers 
cornhole uh, boards. <laughs> and uh, and I got to tell you, the guy that had them, that designed them, he was the person that eliminated his front. There was 20 of them I call conspiracy. He was playing on his own boards, which he knew how they worked and stuff like that. Yeah, so this, this is why bullshit. you got to get the professionally made ones. I know you were saying that you have to build them because they're easy to make. I think you just want to feel like you've made something, you know, like with your hands. But no, you, yeah, some are you, slick, you, some are rough. They get, what, some no, of them you, you get a, a regulation board, and uh, you're good to go. So, yeah, I, I tell you, I'm telling you, it was there were ringers. But that's it. That's that's the update on that. You want anything else? It was a hot day. I put in my work. How many cores lights did you drink? <laughs> I had uh, that was the thing too. Like I was doing, like there are certain th- things in the world where you're like, okay, this is totally fine. It's fine that I'm at ten o'clock in the morning having a Coors Light mm. on a hot day playing cornhole, where otherwise, not acceptable. Got to wait till um, like eleven thirty if you're not playing cornhole. I think that that's true. Or mow yeah. the lawn I, or something. You know what I mean? Then I had, <laughs> yeah, I had I had four, but I had knocked over two, so I think I had two point five mm. uh, total in, in quantity during that. So well, the joke there tired. is that you, you stayed hydrated. <laughs> I did, I did, and I never got drunk because I was coarse light. So I need whiskey, oh, according boy. to my listening. Lately. Oh God, there's more whiskey talk in episode two. Uh, <laughs> Great, yeah, I we need whiskey be out, uh, Tuesday. But uh, so when people hear this, it'll already be after. Uh, I'll leave what one more thing. One more thing on that with the whiskey part is that that I mentioned. Uh, I go, hey, have you heard of this? This whiskey that they put into a barrel and they take out to the sea and it gets all salty. And my buddy who drinks uh, dr- the, 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 who drinks all the time is like, ah, it's a bullshit thing. That's nothing but bullshit. Just a gimmick. Don't don't go into it. So there you go, Gene. I think you need to call your buddy out. So if you're going to fucking insult Gene Vogel without mentioning the guy's name. I'm insulting Gene. I'm insulting the guy. It was a gift. Just saying. Hmm. I just think it's hilarious, all these things. Here's how we we season it. We take it on a journey. It's very smooth, you know. Okay. Oh, defending it. This is how you do it. The only way to get good whiskey is you put it in a barrel and take it out to sea. <laughs> no, I, I, I won't quite go that far. I'm definitely not a connoisseur uh, of whiskey. I know there's the ones that burn and I don't like, although I use that for cooking. Yeah. Um, like your Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, that kind of nonsense or <laughs> old crow. Hey, that's, or, a, that's, a good, that's a good beer, but where is it traveled? Yeah. Let, me show, let me see its vacation schedule. Yeah, it's not really the same process, making no, beer and making I whiskey. Think, I think, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Let's see. I don't know that, that uh, temperature variances are good for uh, um, beer, in, oh, in my experience. Oh, look at you, mister. You know how to brew beer now. You know the travel. Okay. Hey, how come Sorry. You, you, you know, I, I, I thought about this the other day. I, like, I'm surprised you don't make your own beer. But then I started putting it together <laughs> that, uh, like, the, this explosion of craft brews, uh, like brew pubs and places, like where yeah. basically every city has 90 different uh, sure. places making the same four beers. Mm-hmm. Um, the one good thing that came out of all that, <laughs> the one good thing, is that we no longer have that buddy. Who's making you try that fucking bottle of whatever oh, thing he made? Like, oh, yeah, he's check still out, out there. Check my latest he's... batch. I don't even see those kits in 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 stores much anymore. So uh, oh, yeah, you ever you ever have a friend that made beer? Yes, there's a guy at work. Like he brings fucking, it. In, he's well, got it his own like bottle. An IPA. That's what I think of when I think of an IPA. Well, they usually yeah, it's it's never good. It's, you always have to kind of go. Oh Jesus Christ! It burns. And then you just go like, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's got a little hint of it. Like, that's the bull semen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs>
biggest thing news-wise going on right now is the Pantera reunion. Yes. Um, now, of course, Josh Toomey uh, is has already been out front and given his thoughts on this. Uh, I did like... I liked how he basically dropped it on Chris Aiken. He, the, Chris Aiken hadn't even heard the news. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's almost like you can see Aiken getting physically uncomfortable listening to the whole <laughs> prospect. Uh, to the, you know, He's like, I don't like it. God, and he's like, and he kind of starts working through who could be the, the guys in the band and stuff. And then he's yeah. just like, God, I just, I don't like it. And he's like, but if it comes to, oh, if it's, I'll pay $500 to go see this. So I was just like, okay. Hey, it's, well, it's not that bad. You get, you pay uh, 50 bucks and you get to hang out with your bros. That's how, that's how you get to hang out with your buddies, right? Just like a Dio hologram. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I, I, I'm not big on, on these kind of things. Um, this one's a little, look. To me, when, when you're reuniting with only two of four guys because two of them aren't with us anymore, it makes it makes it a little more palpable for me. But but the fact that we're talking about, um, especially Dimebag not being part of it, I just to me it, sure. it very much is like trying to do Van Halen without Eddie. Um, or you know what? Uh, another one I thought of was Nirvana. Could you really do Nirvana with just somebody? that is respected as a singer, go out and then Dave and, and Chris could, could be the band. You could bring in Pat and, and then just have like, you know, well, they had Joan Jett at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know who the guy would be, but the point is there is just some bands that it, it's difficult to carry forward. You know what I mean? Well, this, this would be the same as doing Van Halen without Alex and Eddie, Alex and Eddie, the two brothers. I mean, that's sure. You know what uh, I mean? But that's what's I, happening. I, honestly, I, I think if it was just Vinny or just Alex, I could accept it a little more. But uh, the the sound right. and 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 the image and the drive of the music is so centered around Dimebag and and uh, and, and Eddie in, in those instances. So uh, that said, I was not shocked when I found out that Zach Wild was the pick. I li- literally uh, have heard that mentioned probably before Dime was in the ground. Yep. You know, yes. so that that's the name that's always been thrown around. Charlie Benante was a little surprising to me. And I really, I, I talked to, well, I'll explain it here. I, I talked about it on yeah, Sun's Out, Mike's Out just a little bit, but we're going to flesh it out with a little more detail here today. Um, okay. Well, Charlie, the last three shows I saw wasn't at, he didn't play any of them because of tendonitis in his knee. I actually asked him about that when he was on our show and he said, it's just something he's going to have to deal with the rest of his life. So what I'm saying is I think as a drummer, he's a really good fit, but, uh, but this guy has not been able to finish a tour in five, six, seven years. So that's a very good. You know what? That you bring up a very good point on that because I have seen Anthrax probably five times in the last couple of years, and probably three out of the five times he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So no, right. maybe they're only going to do like <laughs> ten festival dates. It's going to be a Danny Wimmer or AEG kind of deal. Oh, they haven't even announced the. What, what it just says okay. 2023. I, I think there Got was it. one show announced actually like in this year. But anyway, uh, <laughs> let me turn it over to you. Yeah. I mean, as I've mentioned many times, I'm not a Pantera fan um, in general. Like I, I just, you know, that's one of those, I, I guess that that and like Iron Maiden are the two like oddities that I guess I've mm-hmm. never got into being, being into the genre as far as, as far as me being just like an avid fan. Cause those are the two that people lean on so much as far as like, like it, but I mean, I don't dislike, 
I just, I don't know. But but when I when I heard the announcement, these are the two people that were the only way that this would be accepted into the the community. I think. I think there's a handful like, of drummers that would have been okay. I don't think it had to be Charlie. It had um, to be somebody okay. well, like Zach, that. Zach. You know what I mean? Okay. How about that? How about that? It had to be Zach for the replacement because uh, I've. Heard I can't that. think or, of another. I can't remember some of the names I heard tossed out. Um, but it just it never seemed it went anywhere other than Zach. He does seem right. to hit everything for you. Right. So you had that and and the fact that uh, Anthrax and Pantera have had kind of a, a nice, you know, like a relationship. They played on each other's album. Dimebag has been on some of their albums. So that it kind of just made for me. I was like, OK, well, that feels somewhat good. Um, I do think that they shouldn't call it Pantera. I mean, they should have a different name. Like I, I think that Wild Pantalians would be good as far as a, <laughs> for a tr- tribute or po- possibly Charlie uh, Pantante. Uh, would, would be decent, and that would be more accepted. But if you have to call it Pantera, you have to call it Pantera. Those are the only two that would work. I think they should call it Zach Wild featuring the, the surviving members of Pantera. <laughs> I think so. And and the the uh, conspirators. And the conspirators. Yeah, Miles Kennedy should sing. <laughs> That's right. That's what should have happened. It should have been. It should have been Miles Kennedy on lead. You know, Phil isn't quite. Is you know. How would you, you like know. to? You know what? I would I would pay $120 plus fees to see Miles Kennedy singing Pantera songs. What do you think? Oh man, I might. <laughs> you know, I walk. It's not out of the realm to think that like Rex or Phil may have to tap out of a show or two and that they'll oh, yeah. carry on with some kind of replacement deal. Uh I'm not suggesting that's going to happen, but man, the way everything goes nowadays, I wouldn't be fucking terribly shocked either. Um but sure, I don't know, man. Look, uh, uh, Toomey is um, taking the side of like, oh, you guys all support the the kiss reunion. No, I don't. Uh, you're okay with? No, I'm not. No, really, I'm not. So I've never really been a big one on uh, on. Uh, and actually, the I've just I, I'm not sure where he was going with that. Uh, and and to be fair to him, we didn't get into this too much when he was on the show. So I, I don't want to back put words in his mouth either. But he said he was having some uh, conversations with people online, um, like where he was going after him and that. That I'm going to go the other way, where basically it's like, well. If you're okay with this, then you're okay with pretty much anything. Um, I do get the outrage and, and a lot of the the reaction. I also know this is probably going to be a huge success. A lot of those people are, are much like Chris Aiken. At least he was honest. You know, he's like, I hate this. I don't think they should do this, and I will absolutely go. I will travel four hours and pay five hundred dollars. <laughs> Um, but I don't want them to do this. I wish they would just figure something else out. Uh, yeah. And, and a lot of it is that, you know what I mean? A lot of times people have opinions that, that just because they think that way, doesn't mean that they're, you know, also like this is their, now their life's mission. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, th- I think we get caught up on that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm going to go just cause I'm going to make one of those big, uh, poster boards and it's going to be that cover with that guy and the little jock strap from the, uh, the, the, their, one of their early albums. Yeah. What's what's the uh, magical mystery or whatever it's called? Those are, I love those old Pantera albums. Uh, do you, have you listened to them though? <laughs> uh, I have, and I immediately turned it off. But but like the they have their logo is almost like that seal or that logo. They're like mascot or whatever is like that seal on um, the Riot albums. I just sure. love those old album covers. So I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna make my shirt. I'm gonna say that just just and just keep out screaming out song titles from that album. Yeah, I wonder if they'll they'll dig deep into the pre-fill stuff. That's what 
I don't think so. I don't think I know. I know so. Yeah, I I might be able to nail the set list within three songs. I bet if I, if I wanted to. I still have to say one of the greatest things that they that uh, it is impressive how long that they. Uh, I don't even think I knew that priest a pre cowboys from hell stuff until. 10, 15 years ago, like that it even existed. I mean, what a great job they did at burying their past, right? I'm not I mean, sure that, well, that, that might just because of, of where you were at with your fandom with them, because I, so. I, I knew about those records before I heard their, their second record, or the the Vulgar, Cup. you know, so, but that was because okay. my I had friends, you know, and as a matter of fact... <laughs> <laughs> that, I see what you did there. Uh, it was unintentional. The, end, the sentence ended just as I was trying to segue. Uh, I actually knew a guy who had, um, he was from Texas, and he had one of their early records. I don't remember which one mm. it was, and, and we never listened to it at any point. I didn't become a, a big Pantera fan until after, probably a couple years after the last time I talked to that guy. Uh, but yeah, for me, it was it was Mouth of War that kind of pulled me in, and then I started listening to Cowboys from Hell again, and giving that more of a fresh ear than I did when I first heard it. Whatever. I, I think I became a bigger Pantera fan after those uh, Panera Bread memes. <laughs> okay. Vulgar yeah. display of yeah. uh, it's always It's a whatever. pun that pulls the, the LC in. It is. In. Yeah. It, is. it is. It's always a pun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do not recommend Panera Bread. Uh, it's a... Uh, very very mediocre run franchise. Again, I will I will again push for Wild Pantalions. Wild Pantalions. I'm sticking with mine. Uh, Zach okay. Wild and the f- surviving members of Pantera, like they're being announced uh, to present an award at the Grammys or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, One fits on a T-shirt better. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> You mentioned before we got started this morning, you had some. Uh, you wanted to share some of the stuff that you're listening to right now. What do you got? I don't really have a whole lot of, of new things to share, so I'm going to turn this one over to you, to LC on lead guitar. Sure. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so a couple. Uh, well, first I'll start with one that's sort of related for the last uh, thing we were talking about was with uh, Charlie. Um, Anthrax, I don't know if this has been out for a week, two weeks, something like that, but uh, I was just alerted the fact that Anthrax put out, I guess it's their um, entire, 
I guess, COVID concert they did for yeah, the 40th they did like anniversary? F- the 40th anniversary. They released it on Blu-ray DVD. Okay. And it's available to, to stream, too, so you can... Um, oh, it's of just course. Called- yeah, you just... You know what? Uh, they, they, they still sell a physical product, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. anyway, so it's called uh, it's called XL. The cover is pretty badass, where it kind of just morphs all their album covers t- together, uh, which indicates that maybe they're playing some stuff from the Bush era. <laughs> no, they are not. So it's t- like 25 songs. Um, and uh, they didn't no do Bush. only. Nope. That we've got no Bush. Okay. No, nothing at all. Like so, omits those four albums completely. With that said, um, there's a couple. You know, I don't know how necessary this. This is, but it, it does show how tight this band is, and um, it's a little weird because there's no crowd. But they do a cool mashup of the beginning of Time from Persistence of Time into Fight 'Em Like You Can't. So that's kind of a different arrangement okay. that kind of kicks off the show. That's that's pretty badass, and uh, it's enjoyable. It's it's it goes, it, you know, it's got just the Joey years on it. But um, have you given a listen one, at they, all? Or they seen streamed it, it live at the time, right? Yeah, during 2020, yeah. I believe. Yep. So I'm definitely going to check it out because I, I think it would be more entertaining seeing the actual Blu-ray is my point. Um, but it but uh, solid. It just goes to just reinforces every time I've seen them live. They just sound great. Um, but uh, I recommend checking that out. And then the as far as new albums, actually, I'll just hit this one first. Super confusing. But all of a sudden, Boba Flex drops a new single. Mm-hmm. I'll blow your dreams into the sky. Have you heard this single? I have. Okay. Can I, I'm going to give you my impressions on it first. First, for those that uh, are unaware, the Bubble Flex is now mostly, or they came out with a new version called The The Lonely Ones because one of their the lead singers, which is brothers in the band, um, Sean, Sean. McCoy, uh, decided he didn't want to tour anymore, wanted to stay stay home and everything like that. So they just changed the name of the band, which kind of changed the sound sort of kind of, but really what it did for this single is I have listened to the single probably 15 times in the last week. I realized that, uh, it cannot be understated that Boba Flex is one of these bands that inspired me to start, to start the, the whole revival of like, here's new rock that people don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, this song shows me kind of like the, that Sean is sort of the gene and Marty is kind of the Paul. What I mean by that is that there's more, more, Melodic stuff and Sean's more rougher, more the uh, angrier songs. With this, def- this is definitely an angrier song. I fucking love it. It just shows that the what it was missing um, with the lonely ones, even though I do like them too. So I really enjoyed the song. That's my my, my quick summary. Yeah, I dig it a lot too. Um, uh, I think it's an apt comparison uh, with you know Sean being more like the the kind of gruff character. Singing wise, they're they're not that easy to differentiate other than when you see them live because they have very similar voices, but they also harmonize well together. Um, yep. And so you get that. But yeah, I think Sean brings that kind of that roughness to to the band, and that that is probably the biggest difference between the Lonely Ones and Bobo Flex. And I, I don't know what this means. Uh, now, did they? Is it just Sean coming back with the current Lonely Ones, or did they bring back that that Jake uh, guy as well for this? I'm I'm assuming not. The way I understand it is basically that uh, I think that here's here's what I think they're doing. It's like it's like why wouldn't you just call it the Lonely Ones and just have him in there or something like that? They've already changed the the, the label um, or the name of the the band. And my, my question the, is: Is it sorry. just Sean? And the Lonely Ones. So I think it's the guitarist that now is not in Lonely Ones too. Okay, because now they're so their he is Jake. Is, Jake Early. So the I, I, Jimmy I went so, back but, to bass for the Boba Flex song. 
That's what I understand. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like they're a five piece in that, that setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but really I thought of it and like, why, why would you do that at all? I like can confuse people about the two, two entities. And it's like, okay, I get probably why, because there's probably just like a cheap trick that can tour the general zone. Uh, like they probably can book bigger shows in the area that they have a following. And then maybe they can have lonely ones as the opener or whatever like that, that too, in that zone. And that those guys are cool to tour within like a couple dates in that area. So that's probably, probably wise. They can probably demand more. Uh, I mean, I don't know why else you would throw that band, you know, that name out. Maybe they're going to actually do recordings, but either way, fucking love it. And I just say, I went back and checked out uh, hell in my heart. I checked out uh, Charlton's web. I I haven't listened to those albums in full in quite a while. Mm. So I would just say eloquent demons, Charlton's heart, uh, Charlton's heart, Charlton's web. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! Those just just go back and you will hear the melody and the pure rock and roll that gets revs my engine. I I, I, I don't know. It was like a revival of sorts to to go back and check those out again. Nice. So, and, um, and then um, one last one is <clears throat> I haven't been into this band for over ten years. I, I, I could take or leave anything that they've put out. Um, and that is Shinedown put out their album Planet Zero, which is a concept album. Yeah. Um, and I, I haven't seen all the liner notes, um, but I think it's they're back with the, one of the writers for Sound of Madness uh, because <clears throat> it, it reminds me a lot of that album. I fucking love it. I've listened to it re- repeatedly and, sh- and, and, and concept albums don't always do it for me. But th- this one is has really grown on me too. Like I liked it out of the gate, but I've liked it even more now. So it's actually climbing. I can, I, I know that people could be like, this is too much uh, for the themes, but I like it. I, um, I've only heard this, that song planet zero and that was pretty disappointing. It, it lacks yep. any melody. It's really just kind of, it's, it's I planet zero. And then message wise on a personal note, it actually kind of irritated me. It's, 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 um, look, it's no secret that we're divided as a country, but I, I, I think, this this is almost like trying to take a stand by not taking a stand. This is like watching the bully in in school beating up the weak kid and then walking up and going, "Why can't you two? I'm just sick of everybody fighting." You know what I mean? It's like, well, I, I, that message it doesn't resonate with me, but I'm encouraged that you like the rest of the record uh, because I uh, I'm a cursory uh, a fan of them, um, but. Uh, I also don't uh, adhere to the magic bullet theory that you do where it's like, well, if this guy is involved, then it's going to be good. And so sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Look at Bob Ezrin's your your, well, your attitude towards the last couple Cooper records with Bob Ezrin. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's. It, it, it's never quite as simple as like, they must have this guy back. Who knows? I don't, I don't know enough about Shinedown to even know who you're talking about. But uh, uh, just on a personal note. Sometime, yep. you know, I mean, uh, not everything that, uh, who's that guy from the eighties that everybody used? <laughs> Ron Nevison. Oh yeah. I'm thinking songwriter. Um, Oh, you mean you, Desmond Child? There we go. Yeah. Not everything yeah. he did was gold. I mean, we've all heard poison. Yeah, exactly. Did he do a poison <laughs> song? No, the song poison by Alice. Cooper. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh God. Um, poison could have used some help. <laughs> No, you know I, 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 I say that was a yeah. cheap shot. Poison did okay without him. Not a 
Uh, am I led to believe that you read another book? <laughs> I did. Yes. I read uh, Chuck Klosterman's The 90s. And uh, if anybody's familiar with Chuck Klosterman, that he did um, Fargo Rock City. He's done a couple other. He's got like, I think he's got like eight books now. Actually, has a novel too. Yeah, he did. 90, uh, yeah, well, he did that book where he went around he to did killing, killing myself to live. Kill, which was killing he, myself to live. I like that. That's the only two by him I read is Fargo Rock City, of course, and then Killing Myself to Live. But yeah, uh, he's a good author. Um, has a. Uh, I was curious though after reading Fargo Rock City, like where he was hiding during my entire childhood because he was just retelling <laughs> pretty much note for note my how I was raised. Right. Yeah. That was. That was probably my favorite by him still but th- th- this one actually this would be a number two i haven't i haven't listened to that i haven't listened jesus i haven't uh oh read that it was one. an audio book <laughs> nope not this one this one was actually i read it i read this one it's true i gotta return to the library oh you, uh, you even went got it from the library my lord Goddamn right Look, mm. at, look at me. I had to go pick up. There's a bunch of books that my, my son has to read over the, the summer, and it, they're on this list for school. And I was like, I'm here. I might as well get books on Van Halen in the 90s. Oh, okay. So I went very, and got those cool. too. You know, that's how I got the other one too. But anyway, so so the 90s, I got to tell you, you I, I highly recommend this this book. You go. Uh, it uh, There's a lot of things that you think you remember about the 90s that are – different and that kind of is the theme of it of like it's you know when the internet was being built and where our memories are kind of it's politics it's oj it's fucking poly shore yeah. <laughs> it's music it's music it's 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 all pop culture uh but it <clears throat> it really kind of um um uh it's it's deep it's analytical it's funny it's I, listen you're listening to this show that's probably a, a majority of uh, your time you grew up too. So it's it's interesting to go back to all that and a, kind of the pre-internet age and where things were going. Um, but more politics than I even thought that, that I expected. And it's, it's very interesting on that end too. So anyway, Chuck Klosterman in the 90s. If you liked Fargo Rock City, go check it out. Just think of that kind of like – I would say Fargo Rock City is kind of like like the 80s book for him, right? Sort yeah. of. Yeah, very much. Yeah. It's, well, it's definitely all about that time, so – well, before we get into this week's uh, Van Halen tour, not tour reunion <laughs> update, I do have a, a couple uh, shout outs or I don't know if these are uh, these are just mentions I mentioned to, to get into in the past couple uh, episodes and I just haven't remembered to do it. But uh, Jason Kearney, I did want to give him credit for bringing the Tracy or the L.A. Guns AARP tour to my attention uh that that was (laughs) absolutely uh i think he shared it in the in the cobra group and and that kind of spawned me digging into it more but uh so thank you very much uh jason uh uh, has been a long time listener and uh supporter of the show so i i appreciate that and then our our friend over at the in obscuria podcast uh co-host robert harrison now um, as people probably picked up if they're regular listeners anyway, I, I on occasion will will whip up something to eat. Uh, I, I enjoy cooking. I've always enjoyed the process. Uh, I, by the way, I enjoy cooking at home. I've done it as, as a career when I was in college. I do not enjoy that. Uh, two different things. Um, but I'm prone to look for a, 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 basically every recipe in the world is on the website. The problem is it comes with like a story a novel and it's just like my, you know, this is how all, and it takes forever Ugh. to get to it. And then a uh-huh. lot of times when you click the recipe, it takes, it takes, you want to see the recipe. You have to click a link after you click the link on the recipe. Sure. My boy, I, I I posted some comment about that and basically saying, Jesus, this is, you know, can we get 
recipes that are just the fucking recipes, there's a website called Just the Recipe. <laughs> Robert Harrison shared the link on my post, and I have used it about a half dozen times since, and it is magic. It like you literally just copy and paste the the address of of the where you're at, put it in there, and all you get. These are the ingredients. This oh, is how to do so it. even if you're on a different page, it filters out the bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a brand new thing. It's basically looking at like a, a recipe card. Love it. Yeah. So justtherecipe.com. And uh, I, 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 I'm just saying, Robert Harrison has probably saved me about a week and a half of time online breaking down a web <laughs> right. uh, a recipe that I've used because I've used it six times. So, uh, anyway, if there's anybody else out there listening that enjoys cooking, justtherecipe.com. And uh, all credit to Robert Harrison to bring in that to my to my world so yeah no i'm i'm down with that i can't stand that shit hey let me tell you about this great recipe but first let me tell you about my dog uh all right well wolfgang van halen has now been you know he kind of has danced around this whole van halen reunion is he part of it is he not blah 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 all that good stuff uh he has gone on record a little more deep basically saying some people are making it very difficult to do And with some of the recent reports, I think we can just basically assume that the some people is David Lee Roth is kind of the fly in the ointment. It, it, it's almost supported by that, that uh, Rolling Stone article we talked about last episode where Eddie talked right. about like everything we want to do gets held up by Roth. You know, maybe that's the case. Maybe it isn't. I, and who knows the reasoning, you know, whatever it is. But uh I thought that was at least somewhat interesting that that Wolfie decided to actually elaborate a little more. No, I think so too. I think that's the zippity zippity bop clause. Yep. <laughs> bozdy bozdy bop. Bozdy bozdy bop. Okay. Oh my god. Line 12. So, I don't know. Look, I it, I I don't know if I even care if this happens or not. <laughs> I just I love the fact that every time we record uh, within a day or two there's some somebody else involved leaking some kind of new kind of comment mm-hmm. out so yeah i just can't wait till uh the basis from former basis from metallica weighs in again yeah no doubt yeah and meanwhile gene just said they're they're adding 100 shows to the kiss uh the end tour i don't <laughs> know if, they'll be back here again probably yeah i, I mean, guess gonna I, go i yeah, i'm not sure um i i don't even know what the if, what i think about that i i think i largely just don't care um i, I think they, they're probably going to go back to dubai and this time film it Record it. <laughs> yeah, where is the Dubai merch? Maybe you should focus those hundred <laughs> shows. The, the days you're going to do that, maybe get into that uh, Dubai merch. Uh, uh, still unbelievable that that people are still waiting and not even not even. You would, tweet you would from think Paul. that there wouldn't be anything shady from a country named Dubai, mm. but but somehow it happened. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if it's something. That'd be great if the if the the, the Saudis are holding it. Uh huh. Uh, they're like, they're, yeah, you, you. Sorry, but you have to invest in our golf ter- uh, league. Uh, you have to invest in the live tournament, guys. Otherwise, we're not giving you this back. So yeah, I think uh, I've seen a lot of Biden did the stickers on the uh, on the fulfillment factory at uh, at Kiss Online. Kiss Online. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's uh, this is this is the penalty for Paul licking his middle finger. I think so too, <laughs> right? And not changing, uh, saying bitch or something, or didn't say bitch. I don't know. Whatever. 
Oh, you know, in the little uh, um, little sadder uh, kiss news, Michael James Jackson passed away since we last talked. Uh, producer of yes. Creatures of the Night and Lick It Up. Um, I think he did the Killers uh, stuff as well. As well as uh, what he did, he worked on some other cool stuff. I'm just drawing a blank right now. Oh, you know what uh, he, he did? did uh, Hollywood Vampires by L.A. Guns. Still, still a uh, album I have not listened to. Really? Just like just like Power Slave. Uh, the, uh, maybe I'll just go check out all these albums now. Hollywood but, uh, Vampires but no, I, I just, is solid. I think it's better than Cocked and Loaded. Loaded. That was like their third, right? Mm-hmm. Third or fourth? Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, but no, easily the two best produced. And, poss- and I'll just say the two best albums of the 80s, right? Creatures and Lick It Up. Lick It Up for sure. Um, yeah, Creatures is up there. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of the records from the 80s. Yeah, I'd probably put, yeah, absolutely. Those are the two best records of the 80s from Kiss. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, rest in peace. That guy, I... I, I oh, I'm I sorry. I forgot produced- the elder is in there. And <laughs> Oh, Sorry, but produced. And we're talking about, uh, yeah, I actually like his production better than the production on The Elder. Um, okay, you'll at least so concede I'll, that, yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. Um, the, those Killers tracks, I think, are revered a little too much in the yeah. Kiss world. They're okay. Uh, are they really revered? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Kinda... Oh, yeah. You want to oh, see? Oh, yeah, down, down, on, down on your knees, fucking you want... killer. You want a lot of see a lot of the swim trunks filled with boners? Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> play something on one of those four tracks on the Kiss Cruise, man. Uh, <laughs> um, and Unmasked was an '80s record, and I think uh, God that album you pretty though, marginalized. Produced, produced. If we're just talking production, yeah, I'm. I think those are the. I don't really have a big problem with uh, the production on Animalized though either. I do. You know what? We're over. We're overstating this. Uh, this is just a uh, gone but not forgotten. So uh, yeah, thanks for all the cool stuff, Michael. Uh, I, I think he was eighty years old. I'm not sure what. I, I had heard yeah. he he wasn't well leading up to his appearance on the Kiss Cruise. So I was kind of up. It was kind of nice to see him on there because it seemed like maybe something had turned. But uh, didn't he go? <laughs> well, I, I think it was him. He was on three sides of the coin. And they asked him a question, and he was extremely vague in his response, along the lines of he wasn't really sure. And then apparently Paul got upset that it wasn't a little more black and white. So he had to go on and say that thing that I was vague about. I'm sorry for not remembering, you know. Anyway. Yep. Yep. That was good. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. You, 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 listen, Paul, you, you, Michael, you got to go back on that foe with those three five guys. His lips getting worse as he gets older. Not sure Actually, it's just your impression is getting worse as you get older. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he did have a tweet, of course, that talked quite a bit about himself. Do you want me to read Paul's tweet on Michael James Jackson? Did he insert himself in the conversation? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is uh, Michael. Or, this is Paul talking about Michael James Jackson's passing. Michael no. James Jackson, my dearest and best friend for 40 years, has died. His kindness and steadfast commitment to me... And our friendship was a rock that supported me through the toughest times. He pushed me to start painting and revealed unselfishly in all my successes. Heartbroken. A lot of me, me's, and my's in there. I was going to say, I, I counted, I did a ding for my, two my's, and there's three me's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how does Gene feel finding out that this is his best friend? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, no, Gene, that's his best friend. He's been hanging out with a lot of Michael James Jackson over the last 40 years, huh? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I'm not going to question the, the, the friendship or, or the relationship at all. Of I course just, not. That was a very Paul Stanley, you know, remembrance. 
I, uh, yeah. I, I, I am now reaching out to the Paul Stanley uh, group to see if they can, in advance, write a eulogy for me. Of course, have some more Sam Loomis news uh, since it's we last. Sam. <laughs> it's Sam. Since we last talked, the uh, Sam Loomis YouTube page has been pulled down. All the video gold and bonerific kiss footage that that he supplied us with is as quick as it came, it disappeared. So um, uh, Sam Loomis, of course, and now uh, we put it together after the last show. Um, but Sam Loomis is a name from the Halloween movie, the Do- the Doctor, and you actually had a fun fact about that this morning. That um, uh, th- that was actually the you know because Jamie Lee Curtis's mom Janet Lee was in uh, the original Psycho, and wasn't that a character from that movie too? Is his name Sam Loomis? Yes. So it was it was an an homage from uh, who yes. made who made Halloween? Was that Carpenter? Yep. Okay. And, and we could have probably all solved that by just doing a quick Google search during the show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, instead of doing that, we're, we're IMD being uh, Kiss Me a Fan. If you actually just type in Sam Loomis, it would say yeah. all these, this information. But we but we typed in Sam Loomis Kiss Fam in the Park and fucking Google exploded. Like, why would anybody want to connect those two things? And there is no information. Uh, uh, Matt Porter private messaged both of us to let us know that Sam does have a last name. Uh, I've already yeah. forgot it, uh, but apparently the... <laughs> The, I know. Well, well, yeah, let's get that. At least we can get that fact out there, right? Come yeah, on. I'm pulling I mean, it up right I, now. But yeah, it's just uh, apparently. I, um, uh, I, what's, what I love what's is the, the fact that. What's his girlfriend's I just love the name fact, in, in Phantom of the Park? Uh, she you need to know this. I don't know. I don't know. That's 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 on you, man. You're the person that's watched this movie. <laughs> lots and lots of times. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Melissa is her name, uh, and uh, she apparently says Sam's name at some point when she's looking for him. His last name is Farrell. Farrell. I'm sorry, Farrell. Yeah, that's great. It could be Farrell. Like, like Sam Farrell, Farrell. Sam Farrell. I, I haven't gone back and watched Farrell. it for this year's viewing, so I don't know it off the top of my head. But anyway, thanks for I that, uh, Matt. Yeah, I just love the fact that we have a fact checker for Phantom of the Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's this whole like I shouldn't even need that, but I have it. I, I know. I wonder how many times uh, Matt's watched. Um, I mean, Matt and I should have a Phantom of the Park off. See who actually knows more about it. Do like a Jeopardy style game. 
You know, what, I can put that together. What, what, I think what, that would be a great episode. What could the categories be like? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not good at Jeopardy, but uh, yeah. And what is Sam not... Farrell? Ding. Yeah. Exactly. What's Sam's last name? And then fucking Matt just whips it off. That's uh, yeah. I don't know that that would be either our highest or lowest rated episode. <laughs> So this is all tied back to Sam Loomis's YouTube page. Now, I, I sure. haven't had a chance to check it out, but apparently uh, they get into uh, some of the, the background of who Sam Loomis might be on the latest Shout Out at Loudcast. Uh, with the, they have that Roy Dam guy back. Yeah. Can I just call this whole thing about the the, the videos coming out? Can we call it Kissy, Kissy Leaks? Mm, Kissy Leaks. I like that. I, yeah. I, 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 what about Kiss Gate? Everybody likes Gate. Yeah, but that's got gate is kind of like the palooza. Everybody likes to throw gate. I would say the same thing. Any type of like wiki leak kind of thing is. Uh, yeah, but kissy leaks kind of sounds better. Kind of like kissy kind of sounds like wiki kissy leaks. I don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm campaigning for it. Kissy okay, leaks. Fair enough. Consider it. Copyright LC. Forum. Yeah, that's it. Did you hear that on Can, pods and sods? I did not. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was that was. Uh, well. You could tell that it was uh, it wasn't that great, so it must have not been from. Oh right, yeah. Show, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you can definitely tell it was an original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, LC's got his own material, and it sucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, well, the kissy leaks. Uh, so, uh, what 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 do you got to tell us about the the boys over at the Shout Out Loudcast? No, I just. Uh, Best thing you can do to find more information about this is to listen to fellow Pantheoners, uh, shout out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus, and they interview a guy named Roy Dam, who uh, is in the bootleg world and is is a bit of a character. He had him on; they had him on a couple weeks ago, and basically they had him on there to find out is are you Sam Loomis? <laughs> because he was talking about uh, all kinds of like under underground uh, kiss footage and things like that a couple weeks ago. So yeah. I listened to it last night, and and uh, Roy Dam, uh, per him, is not Sam Loomis, but he has a theory about who it is, and I can't really tell it without screwing it up because it goes all over the place. He's, he's a very animated kind of character uh, with his storytelling, but um, um, I'm not sure how you want me to go with that, but, but uh, I, I kind of don't want to just throw the guy's name out there because I don't know, you know, and, and I can't really, well, you I, know, it's not like he's, there's any criminal activity being alleged here, right? I mean, and I think you can speculate on, on certain things. But it kind of, kind of ruins the reveal of the show too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so you're all about spoilers for, for, well, for other shows. I, I think I think we if we want to say the the guys the, the the what who Roy Dam thinks it is. I think if people want to be kept from being spoiled, they can skip ahead at this point. They can okay. figure they can figure it out. Okay. All right. Well, he, that the then in that case uh, again, not my theory. Just reporting <laughs> the news and everything is that. Do you hear uh, that, Cobra lawyers? That's right. Yes. Uh, the, Disclaimer: the, the theor- This is not this is not reflect the views of Elsie or Abaco, uh, or maybe it does, yeah. but we don't know. Yeah. What, what, what would you call this? Uh, this is even worse than hearsay. First off, here's here's how bad it is. The information is coming from the from from the Kiss community to begin with, and it's being filtered through another podcast and then to another podcast. So, what what level of that is is that legally? 
I don't know. Well, all we are is referencing uh, quotes from a guy in the industry and by his own uh, account is an expert in this exact field. So, right. uh, yeah, I think, okay. it's just, I think it's just hearsay. So Okay, it's just hearsay, but... You really said, seem to be also, worried about this, and I'm not. So. No, oh, I, I'm having a little bit of fun with it. But, but, but the fact that we are saying it, and we're respected rock journalists, does that then mm. move it up? Does that, is that now oh, do, do we, it more? Do we add weight to it with our, our, uh, res- the, the, the level of respect that we've earned in the yes. field of rock journalism? Oh, yes, of course. We definitely do. Okay, okay. Well, then, then in that case, the theory is that uh, there, there is... Uh, a person in the KISS community um, named Andrew, and he has made a lot of, uh, like, edited KISS work with The Greatest Show on this, Earth. The, okay, yeah. This is that guy. Andrew, right. what's his I can't remember his name. I'm, I apologize. Is it Spam Getty or something like that? Something like that. All right. And I've watched uh, – have you watched some of his videos before? I've Absolutely. Watched, uh, yeah, well, they played yeah. um, at Rockin' Pod, didn't they? Yes. Played the whole thing? Yep. And the theory is from the, from Roy is that uh, he is he is the person that released this in retaliation for that's the part I get confused about. So no idea, but that's that's the theory. Is it is it it's uh, it, hmm. it's this this gentleman that's that's involved somehow, and uh, the timing of it is it is time to where the greatest show on earth for the hot in the shade. I don't know what that one was called, but but it was about to come out a couple month, months ago. Then all of a sudden, boom did not come out for whatever reason. Like, and this was promoted by Bruce Kulik and other people that were, you know, it would make sense to, to promote it. So I'm not sure how that connects to that. But well, again, something happened you, with that, that, that first one he did too. And it's, if I, because it got pulled out of YouTube uh, initially. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I don't know if Kiss got involved. My theory. And again, I, this is 100% personal speculation. Um, without knowing any of the parties that well. Uh, so this is, take it for what it's worth. I, I was more under the impression that, like, when all that Kiss stuff dropped, like, his heart sank. Like, well, this is way better than the footage I have available to me. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's all this really cool stuff that, like, you know, because, I don't know. that that Also because this was very much, it was clear that this was somehow trying to fuck over Kirk Gooch. I think that part is pretty obvious, and I'm not sure how that would tie in with, with anything Andrew would do. So there's a, an alternate theory that, that um, uh, exonerates Andrew to a certain extent. Uh, I, right, I, like why go against a guy that has had footage and has held it and has been selling it? Uh, if, you're, if your plan is to use it and put it out anyway, how would this benefit you? I think the, the hot in the shade thing, that kind of sounds like maybe Kiss got involved. Again, just speculating. I, I have to listen to that episode of Shout Out Loudcast. I know they they break it, flesh it out in much more detail. Um, but you know, I'm just I'm speculating on this based on just my experience as a Kiss fan. The the digging I did when those videos first started hitting, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So and, and also just I, I almost immediately thought of that, that Andrew guy who did the the greatest show on earth. Um, because he was so into the Kiss footage and and doing his own edits and things of that nature. So, um, bing. Anyway, you did the nature. Oh, okay. I, I I like things of that nature. Um, I I think I have to. There has to be something else. I say that we need to get rid of. Okay, so you, you you're you're against the going after the nature part. That's fine. I'll well, I mean, I just feel like it's a it's a nice little segue. Uh, piece, um, but God, I do say it a lot. I just don't know what to replace it with, man. Listen, that's that's the point being. Mm, the point being, 
That's what I do. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I took a flip-flop off. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I know. (laughs) See? Yeah. We all have it. Oh, absolutely. Drink. See? (laughs) That's all of them. We're nude. (laughs) All right, any more on Sam Loomis? Uh, Go check out the latest episode of Shout Out Loudcast and and get get more from Roy Dam. Listen, it's the same thing I talked about with with L.A. Guns. Like, you're not going to get this with Alabama Shakes. (laughs) <laughs> or any of these other other bands like this. This is the greatest genre. Kiss is the greatest fodder fodder band. Like this, there's so much to talk about. So, however this this goes, it's uh, it, for whatever reason, it's fascinating to me. It's fun to talk about, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is uh, a drink. Uh, this is uh, this is my zone. This is uh-huh. this is what gets me through an escalator ride. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? <laughs> well, I think I've touched on it before, but I'll, I'll do it again. I, I I really dislike the phrase, you have too much time on your hands. I always found it kind of mm-hmm. insulting because it's always when somebody who's like, basically their, their entire life is work, kid, work, sleep, kid, work, sleep, kid. The yeah. idea that you can't have an original thought or think about things that aren't that important, you know... Um, the the type of person that says that is the type of person that goes on a reality show and says something like, if I have to choose between the well-being of my child or my cat, I'm going to choose my child every time. So, well, of course. Yeah. Fuck cats. Somebody had just said that to me over some innocuous comment in the vein of like what we're talking about, just unimportant kiss shit. Who's Sam Loomis, that kind of stuff, right? Just something random like, why don't they make a lemon Coke? I don't even know what, what it was that I said. You have this conversation is great. Yeah. And and then I literally thought of what I was doing when I thought about that the first time. And I was riding a fucking escalator. Mm. And I literally looked at this person and about as shitty as I could said, I was riding an escalator. What the fuck else was I supposed to be doing? <laughs> Solving curing cancer? I mean, what why is it that I don't know, people have such a hang up with with opinions they they either don't like or don't understand. And the idea that like like can I be against the Pantera reunion in theory and not really care that much? Or do I have to make it my fucking life's mission? Why is everything so fucking, you know, important all the time? You either are wasting your time or you're doing important things like having a family, going to work, going to sleep, going to school. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Watching Netflix. Yeah, yeah. You, you sit around and fucking talk about Grey's Anatomy. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, I... I <laughs> That that so that's where I'm riding. What else am I going to do while I'm riding an escalator? Comes from it was a literal just, incident where someone said you have too much time on your hands. You know what, bitch? You just don't have a fucking brain. That's your problem. You're just jealous. I'm walking around here with an average functioning mind that can handle things of this this nature. <laughs> I caught myself that time. <laughs> I just I, what I've learned here is that. Damn it. I just need to I need to maximize my time more because when I'm on an escalator and I'm just staring at the stairs moving. I'm just waiting <laughs> waiting for the last one to vanish so I don't fall and end up like a scene in mall rats. Yeah. <laughs> get trapped. Yeah, I get trapped. That I, kid I is make on sure the escalator I... again.
into the Nita Strauss news. It's confirmed oh, she has yeah. joined Demi Lovato's van and uh, Demi Lovato's band. And since then, Demi Lovato has been spotted wearing a Voivod t-shirt. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, all I know is that I didn't know who she was and then I did know who she was because I remember her that she was somebody that OD'd and I heard about that like maybe two years ago. Right? Yeah, I'm, sound, right? I think I'm probably a little more familiar with her than you because she was uh, a, on Disney Channel for something when really? Jade was that age watching Disney Channel all the time. Oh, um, so, so she, I didn't even know that was her background, too. So she's a Disney kid. I believe okay. so, yeah. <laughs> all right. I, uh, I got called out on Sam from uh, Phantom of the Park, so I'm, I'm looking forward to somebody who knows that she was, like, not Disney. Maybe she was Nickelodeon or something, you know? <laughs> I got my things confused. Yeah, so, and she did just drop, like, a new hard rock kind of pop punk single a month okay. or two ago. Um, so Nita Strauss has actually joined her at one of those late night shows and played. Huh. All right. Well, they needed some, some, uh, somewhat credibility on guitar. You have another empowered woman in the band. That makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know, for, for her. And, uh, and now she doesn't have to get gawked at by a bunch of uh, 65-year-old uh, <laughs> Alice Cooper fans anymore. There's a bunch of fucking old men in their 50s and 60s with their shirts tucked in that are <laughs> convinced this is the stupidest move she could do. Why would you leave Cooper to go to that? My yeah. God. I don't know. Better, I, I'm sure you, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure also it's a better paycheck and all that kind of stuff. I mean. Yeah, who knows? Would, I don't know what she made be? in Cooper. Um I'm sure it's fine. It's good employment, all that, all that. But the, but I would say, I am actually thrilled when I heard it. I was like, good, because like I told you, my quick recap, recap was that the last time I saw it was like the Alice and Nita show. There yeah. was so much focus on her and doing solos and and a lot of it. it really was a back and forth. Like she was, but really, when you look back at it too, the fact that she's being replaced by uh, who's the Muscle Man, uh, Kane Roberts. Ken Roberts, same idea. That's the male version of her. And, and like, th- this doesn't take away from their ability. I'm saying like Alice has always been about the show. Right. And then it was like, he was kind of like a prop during the eighties. And then all of a sudden they had Orianthe and her. And that's been like the, like they, there was a lot of times they didn't have that, but at, it, it just, but never in those instances did it start turning 
that I can recall into like a a different type of show where it was like more feature on that, which should just be Alice. So yeah. I'm thrilled with it. It makes sense for her career. Cool. Fine. Um, I don't know what else you want to mention on that. Well, but, uh, Alice, uh, in hindsight, uh, he a couple weeks prior, he has some very glowing comments about Nita. Um, All right. And to me, you know, especially when you, you throw in your experience where you, you shared on the show, it was a little too much of the Nita and Alice show when you went to see him. Um, yep. I almost think that Alice could kind of feel like he was, a, you know, like a guy who knows his girlfriend's about to break up with him. So he books a weekend at a bed and breakfast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. That, that's how maybe this it feels a little bit like like that. Um, I, You know what? It, as far as steady employment, Alice Cooper might be a more safe environment, you know, for, for f- the financial end of stuff. I because I, I do think joining Demi Lovato seems like, well, we have no idea. Is this going to last a month or two years? Sure. Uh, but I, I'm more with, I, I don't care um, who's in Alice's band as long as they play good. Um, right. I, I prefer, I, I've always felt the the praise heaped on Nita seemed a little gross um, because it was like uh, almost like dog whistle pervert. Like, you know, she's really, really, really good. Like, really good. Yeah. Like, I think she's she's top notch. I'm like, yeah, do you, do you really? Because what, uh, why do you not mention anybody else in the band? Why is it always just her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Of course. All that. So, so yeah, make, makes sense. And, and then, then the other part is, too, is that you got to think about things that in music, just like anything else, things does it make nature. sense for her to, to be, uh, to be pigeonholed? I heard that, uh, in that zone. Now she can do something else. So she can be a hired gun throughout her career. I can do this kind of genre. I can do that. Mm. So good, good on her. Yeah. You know and then I mean? she can you know, make her own documentary where she bitches about being a hired gun. Right. That's yeah, it's, it's all the end game is, but you want to know my, what my theory was, my terrible theory of where she was going and I'm not making a joke. <laughs> Pantera. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. This one makes almost as much sense, only because there was a history of of Alice losing people to this band. But going with the hired gun part was what's the what's the, the what's the guitarist name in Hired Gun that put put it together? Oh, Jason Hook. Jason Hook used to be in Alice's band. Then he was in Five Figure Death Punch, and now and that was and, and now he's no boys. longer. Oh, was, I didn't know that part. Okay, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but I was like, oh, what's kind of something that would stand out and be like, wow, that's crazy. And that's, that's whatever. I'm like, I thought she maybe was going to go to five figure death punch. That'd been funny. Right. Because I was like, okay, this crazy ass band. Now we have a girl in our band too. And it's five figure death punch and, mm. and it's a novelty or whatever like that. So that was my theory. Uh, you, you know, uh, to circle back to something you said, uh, you mentioned Orianti a little bit ago. She recently yeah. made headlines on one of the, the music sites, basically, Saying that you know, people her phone blew up with people asking her if she was rejoining Alice. So, oh, but no, okay. the guy with the really veiny, gross arms is is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever that guy could make us could make a second living just giving blood. What do you think? <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I think it might be tainted. <laughs> you think? Oh, okay. You get a blood donation no, from that's... him, you might muscle up a little bit. I don't think that uh, I think it's all pure. Yeah, okay. it's just chi- it's just chicken. It's just uh, you just boil it's boil just, chicken and uh, good health. Yeah, <laughs> you go for a jog now and then. Yeah, I, you know, you like, I, do you think him and uh, Bobby Rock are brothers? They they always... <laughs> they might be. Why why are those two not in a band? That's uh, true. Oh, God. Yeah. 
You talk about like less. I would support a a man of war reunion with those two guys. What <laughs> do you think, loincloths? Don't Fucking you think that lit- would have been perfect? Like in the early not like nineteen ninety ninety one when like that that whole scene was dying and you saw some of these kind of like cheap kind of groups put together. That would have been those two having their own band, like you know whatever you want to call it, uh, Roberts yeah. Roberts and Rock. You know. Robertson Rock, and then you also have the guy on saxophone from Lost Boys. Yeah, well, yeah well, he's got to be looking for work at that time. Yeah, right? Yeah. He's probably still in his prime. <laughs> Who else? Who'd be another guy? And, and throw, throw one of the guys from the, the – whoever didn't make it that far that was in this the volleyball scene from Top Gun. Throw him in there too. Yeah? Right. yeah. What about well, – I was thinking more like Schwarzenegger. Just Oh, that's true. That's, yeah, these guys lead vocals. That's true. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think – I think that Van Damme would be more up to the task. For, for that kind of lineup, the guy can barely speak English. That's true. Yeah, yeah but he, he could maybe play in. bass. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got here? This is this is a freewheeling Cobras and Fire episode. Like I love them. Oh god, yeah? All we got right. warmed up. We should we should warm up for a half hour before most episodes. Tate, you know we we did a we covered his wine tour through Europe. Mm, uh, yes, uh, for people that have a hard time getting a passport that live in the United States, he's got a, a great opportunity happening here. You can spend a week with Jeff Tate in Montana. Now I have all the details uh, ready to break down from cost of the p- different packages to the actual itinerary of each day. Where, Please, where would you like me to start? Well, I just need to know how far away it is from Bozeman, because that's the easiest airport to get into. Um, well, you're going to arrive in Montana. It just says that. Uh, mm. Well, let's see here. Beautiful country, that Montana. <laughs> so it's an eight-day event, eight-day tour. All right. So if you're, only, if you're traveling by yourself to hang out with Jeff Tate and uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of other guys with their shirts tucked in, uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's $2,500 per person. Per person, so um, you you meet and travel with Jeff across Montana. This includes all accommodations, uh, internal transportation to all sightseeing events and events, an entrance that covers any entrance fees for any of the events, and all breakfast and two dinners are included. So um, mm. oh, yeah. apparently, oh, you don't yeah. get lunch, but you eat dinner twice. Uh, and okay. so, yeah, and if you have two people, uh, the best value it's it's 
they get a reduced rate. So if like you and your wife win, it's forty five hundred dollars for the the pair. Ten mm. percent, um, and that one is sold out. Believe it or not, the two pairs, yeah. So you that be you and I should have done it. Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe. So forty five. What's the, how am I, how are we getting place to place? I'll see if it breaks that down. I have uh, everything set here, but I, I'm guessing you have to get there. It, you know, it's kind of like a cruise. I'm guessing that much. Anyway. No, I get that. I'm just saying that the actual travel combination is taking us place to place for eight days. Oh, that'll definitely be covered in here. I, I'm guessing it's another one of the uh, uh, Mercedes Benz Sprinter vans, uh, mm. which are very oh, with no seats. <laughs> it's just an empty Sprinter. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're uh, they're the damn near like a, a, a motorhome. It's uh, it's a giant limo oh. for fuck's sake. Oh, all right. That's not bad. All right. So it starts on, this is for 2023. The you, you are Day one on a Sunday, July 16th, you arrive in Montana and settle into your historic lodgings. You go to the local brewery and enjoy an evening with a few pints while Jeff might sing. Maybe you got you to gotta convince him. So, you know, come on, Jeff. Come on. Yeah, get up there and sing us some empire. Do you want me to translate these these steps for you while you're going through them, or you just want to hit them all? No, you. I definitely need your input here. Okay, well, historic, historic uh, is the Motel Six that's been there since 1965. <laughs> well, the picture looks nicer than that, but who knows? I don't know what a Motel Six in Montana looks like. Okay, uh, enjoying a few beers means uh, Coors Light is free. Anything else, you you have to pay the difference. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a drink uh, maximum. Like, uh, there's definitely drink tickets that are signed. As it's signed by uh, <laughs> you know, GT on the back, initials. All right. Well, on day two, um, you get up in the morning and tour a local distillery and learn how to distill. You actually learn how to distill several different kinds of spirits. And watch okay. Jeff and some guy named Kieran make up some new cocktails for you to try. So we, Jeff okay. turns into mixologist. Uh, you go to a local restaurant. And by the way, go to is spelled as one word. Go to. Oh, local, go to. Go to a, a local restaurant and try some, try some Montana gourmet. I wonder if Sean uh, Cullen meets us there. Mm. Uh, finally finish the night with a campfire complete with guitar playing and a sing-along with Jeff and his band. So that's kind of okay. neat. Can we go back to the distillery part? Yeah. Okay, when it says that you learn how to uh, distill, it says that he's actually signed you up to four four hours of unpaid intern work um, <laughs> at the location. Uh, each is, is part of the, the terms of service. Staffing shortages are hurting the industry. Staffing shortages are bad in Montana right now. So he's actually working with the uh, local, uh, you know, employment agencies. Uh, and um, yeah, so the camp sing along. I, my God. I could just be at the camp sing-along and just say, no fucking silent lucidity again. That is not a campfire song. Yeah? That's the best he's got, man. It's too earnest. It's too on the nose, Jeff. Uh, you know, it, it, it pains me that he made people look up the word lucidity. Yeah, that and, and like, uh, what else do you want to, what, what would you like to hear in a campfire song? Something off American Soldier? You think that's a good one? Uh, I walk in the shadows. Into the now frontier. Um, you know, if it's going to be his full band, I saw him play acoustic, and they literally can do anything. So, I don't oh, know. that's cool. I don't know, though. So, it just so, says Jeff and his band. I don't know what that means. Yeah, okay. Keep going. All right. Well, uh, we'll skip ahead to day four. Now, this mentions some driving, so maybe up to this point, you're kind of local wherever the, you land at there. Uh, you drive to a place called Flathead Lake, stopping at the old Jesuit mission at the foot of the Mission Mountains. I'm sorry. Say that again? 
Just one more time. Stopping at the old Jesuit mission at the foot of the Mission Mountains. Um, Not familiar with the Mission Mountains, but whatever. Uh, Then you take a party boat. (laughs) Yeah, you hang out at a mission, which sounds like fun. Uh, And then you get on a party boat with Jeff and the band around the lake and do some shopping in an artist town later for some souvenirs. Uh, some souvenirs. Yeah. 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 So I, I will translate that. Uh, the Jesuit mission and going on a party mo- party boat means get you drunk and lubed up before you actually join a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You visit a mission where you now live. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, keep going. All right. Uh, on, the, on the next day, day five, Jeff will take everybody out to visit Big Hole National Battlefield. Which was created hey created to honor the nineteen or, or created to honor the ninety Nez Pierce Indians who fought and died in August of eighteen seventy seven, uh, and next week we will continue a day of history by visiting an incredibly well preserved true old West ghost town. This is like an episode of Brady Bunch all of a sudden. The ghost town. <laughs> <laughs> was the site of Montana's first major gold discovery in 1862. We will then come home to another campfire and a chili dinner. Now, the way they spell chili is like cold, not like chili the food. Right. So what? we're going to freeze our asses off while we eat. There you go. Yeah. I, I, can, yeah. I can't feel the food in my mouth. Okay, can I translate this day? Yes, of course. Okay, good. Um <laughs> Uh, go to an old ghost town is translated to visit the ghetto <laughs> and and have second meal promised, which was at McDonald's, and also find out what is the cost of an Uber to get me the fuck out of here to go back to the airport. Uh, yeah, th- good luck with that. The mission that you've now uh, joined, uh, they make sure that cell phone services is not really oh, okay. available. So, you, you, yeah, uh, it did say on day one, surrender all all communication devices. To, I wonder to if Jeff you Tate. accidentally get locked, or someone tries to steal the the Sprinter van, and and we all get locked in a jail cell with Jeff Tate in the ghost <laughs> town, and uh, just like the Brady Bunch, uh, Jeff gets us all to like loop our belts together. And oh my lassoes it out to get the keys, which, of course, the bad guy left in about a six-belt distance from the front of the jail. <laughs> I, think, I think a better selling point for this tour should just be called <laughs> Locked in a Jail Cell with Jeff Tate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love my job. Well, guys, any ideas? <laughs> it's an escape room, but you, but you never actually escape. It's a Montana escape state. <laughs> you, you get hoodwinked yeah. into a cult. You move into a mission and get locked in jail with Jeff Tate. Oh yeah, I love my job. I just cracked the code, buddy. This what? is each day. Like so, day four, you go to the mission. You have to escape yeah. the mission. That's that day's escape room. Then, oh, okay. <laughs> Then, then it's the uh, the ghost town. So, so actually, what you're saying is that you start out with 50 people, but the people that, but but at the end, it's just the people that can't figure out how to fucking leave. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like yeah. Like, you, you, okay. The only way you get to to go home is by escaping. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, th- I think that the, the, the day this is the breaking point for most people is when you go to a place called Big Hole and they try to tell you about some old Indian stuff. <laughs> You're like, I think I'm done. They ran out of ideas. Oh god, I, I, I right currently I'm still 
in Europe with him on a wine tour. I'm, I'm not bailing on that for this yet. Um, what day? What is it, are we at? Day seven yet? Day at this six. Point, I'm, I'm so day six. My so life. now we've uh, if we've managed to the escape jail with Jeff. Um, <laughs> We go to see some ra- again. Go to is one word. I don't get that. Uh, go to see some raptors and hear from a wildlife rehabilitation expert. Um, that sounds boring as fuck. Uh, then uh-huh. we embark on a day of horseback riding and other activities. I'm out. I haven't ridden a horse since I was 12 years old, and I don't ever want to go back. It was never fun. Uh, you, you can learn to do some roping or some fly fishing. I'd probably do the fly fishing, or. You could try your hand at Western line dancing and marvel at what an amazing. Oh, hold on, you got to hear this, and marvel at what an amazing dancer Jeff's drummer Danny is. Finally, we have some dinner and music to finish off the evening. And there's a picture of people looking like they might be trapped. Okay, I'll translate that. While while being while Jeff helps you onto a horse, uh, you you start to rethink. Was Empire that good of an album? Is that what really brought me here? <laughs> Weren't there some loose ends and Operation Mind Crime in that story? I'm not sure if it all connects. Uh, is this, you know, is this uh, the same uh, guy? <laughs> is this the same guy here? Uh, and 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 fly. Damn, his drummer is an amazing dancer. Yeah, exactly. But the line dancing pulls you back in. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was just Christ. saying again. They're they're bearing the lead here on day seven. Another besides the jail day part, six. line dancing, line dancing with Jeff Tate is also a headline. Uh, oh, is achy breaky heart being played while you're while you're line dancing oh, with God, him? Got, That's what I, I need. I, I sure it's gotta be. be. I sure hope so. Uh, not that might draw me in a little bit. Doing the achy breaky heart line dance with Jeff Tate would be something I could put on my resume for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. All right, day seven. You're going to a farmer's market to taste some of the treats of the local restaurants um, and shop at. For one of those one-of-a-kind artisan items for a keepsake reminder of your trip and eight days with Jeff. Next, you return to the band's lodge. Ooh, and you record a song with the band. (laughs) If you play guitar, you're welcome to bring yours along and have a chance to add some of your playing to the song as well. So he's not like, you know, I don't understand. Like, look, if you want to play guitar in it, whatever, we'll fucking put you on. We'll come up with some way you get to play, and I don't like. There's some quality control going on on this trip. Like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steve, that did not make the cut. Uh, we're going to go with Danny's track, <laughs> right? I mean, I would say that whatever you record that night is going to be better than that uh, Fu album or whatever he put out. Anything on that? Yeah. <laughs> what was that called? Yeah, it, uh, it was frequency like, unknown. Yeah, the frequency FU unknown. Yeah, the, the Fu on the on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, and, and then. Um, uh, <clears throat> I would say going to farmer's market and getting stuff is that, uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything on You're here. You're like passing notes to the vendors that just say, help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, like, Anytime you're, saying, you're like in a bathroom with a pen and toilet paper, Jeff's knocking on the door. Hey, how's it going in there, buddy? Bum, 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 bum. Uh, taking kind of a long time there. I would say going through the farmer's market after biting into an apple realize that you're coming down off of a peyote trip for the last four <laughs> days just to make sure that jeff can get that final payment to, to, to go through oh god well day eight sounds like the best day um yeah okay they take you back to the airport and you head home <laughs> <laughs> i'm in there's no translation there you get back your cell phone and you're you're uh you're able to, you're allowed to take pictures again 
Yeah, so what does that come down to? It's less than 500 bucks a day. I'm not sure that I would consider that a value. Um, There's no way I would do that. Listen, after if, if you thought that I got a little antsy on a, on a fucking cruise boat for two or three days, I am going to lose my mind. I forgot day about two that. Or three I, can't, I personally can't do an eight-day vacation. It's just fucking no way. unreal. No, cannot. No way. No way. Um, but anyway, for fans of Jeff Tate and uh, Montana, um, and if maybe, mm-hmm. like I said, you, uh, we could stop in and visit Sean Cullen at some point. Um, if the, uh, I'm down. If it's allowed. Um, sure. Yeah. Hope you're not doing anything stupid in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think day two is call Sean Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, can I stay at your house till Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I pay you forty five hundred dollars and get the fuck out of here? Yeah, can you come get me? Sean yeah. arrives on a horseback. Boom, 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 boom. I, think, I think that's an extra. And then you got to hop that's on extra, back. That's extra income for Sean. Is just to to, to contact everybody mm. that's going on this trip first, yeah, business, and, he, and he's the escape. Business idea, Sean. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. get, get the list of people who bought this. Send them an email like, "Hey, contact me, and I'll come get you for five hundred dollars right. per person." <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you, Jeff Tate, for contributing another uh, tour. Another uh, uh, very creative guy. What can I say? I'm looking forward to hear the the Decibel Geek uh, recap of this because I think both him and Aaron are going to go. <laughs> oh. That's yes. why it's sold yes. out. The, there was only one package available. Oh, for the- that's correct. <laughs> it was all in. So we got two. All right, let's get out of here, man. Yeah, this has been fun. But, uh, let's uh, let's call it a let's call it an episode. Let's call it. Rock's not dead. It's locked in a jail with Jeff Tate. Eddie Trunk's funniest things that I ever thought thought he said was, what kind of intro music would you have? And he said, oh, I'd like to use Pantera's Walk because it's a rocking song and it's also what I'm doing when I'm hitting the stage. (laughs) Okay, very deliberate. 
Worried about eviction? Looking for free legal services? Need help finding help? 211 has answers. This is 211. How can we help? Call 211. It's free, confidential, and always available. This message brought to you by National Grid. Hey guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that Auto Trader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with Auto Trader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on Auto Trader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto Trader. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.